0: I'm Arlene Bynum for Alex Pearson. I love this story. I love this story. I could read this story every day for a few days. A a Toronto man. And I know a lot of stories start like that. A Toronto woman or a Toronto A Toronto man. All right. So here's this guy in the city of Toronto and he goes through something we all go through. He gets the phone call. And he makes this verbal contract is the legal term with a Bell customer service agent. They come up with the price and we've all got it. And you mention to your family or your neighbors, hey, got a call. You know what? I got them to take X amount off and all that. Then he finds out, you know what? They increased the price later. So he took them to court and voila. The judgment went in his favor. Toronto Small claims court and the judge said, That Bell's attempt to impose new terms after this verbal contract guaranteeing a monthly price for 24 months had been struck and this change was high-handed, arbitrary and unacceptable and we all went, yes, this is a victory for the little person. This is a victory for those of us who are overwhelmed because you you answer the phone, you make a deal, and you start to think somebody is taking you a little bit to the cleaners. Let's talk about it. Mark Gordon is with us, customer experience expert, markgordon.ca. Mark Gordon, welcome.
1: Hi, it's been a Busy day for the telecoms, huh?
0: It has. Not a good one. What do you think they're saying after this victory? Mark, what are they? What were they saying when they shut the door today?
1: Well, of course, they're all going to think they're in the right. Uh, but, you know, it, it's really sad because these telecoms, if mm-hmm. they were smart, which mm-hmm. we like to think they are, but we keep being reminded that they're not. If they were smart, they would be using these contracts that they have with their customers as an opportunity to show and demonstrate their commitment to creating a great customer experience and great customer service and instead they're using it as an opportunity to be able to change the conditions of of the deal, of the contract, whenever they want. and It's it's not right And, and legally it might be something that they more often than not get away with, but really they're in business win over the hearts and minds and wallets of their customers. And they're not going to do it very well if they keep pulling this kind of stuff.
0: No, I, you know, I wonder if this is a new day dawning. You know, you sit there, you see the television ads, and they do these motivational things, and you feel they're on top of the world when it comes to technology. They're your people, they're your supplier. And then you all of a sudden realize... They're selling you stuff. We're hearing more and more of these stories. They're selling you. They're putting pressure. They're saying one thing, and now we have this court victory. Is there, Mark, a new awareness here? Are people mad as hell and they're not taking it anymore?
1: I think people have always been mad as hell. I mean, I I don't know of anybody who's truly happy with their service provider, whether it be for cell phone or cable or Mm a combination of and the right. problem is, you know, they leave the red company to go to the blue company or the blue company to go back to the red company or whatever it is, and <laughs> they're, never, they're never happy. And the problem is there's a huge disconnect between the marketing where all these companies talk about how fast their, their internet is mm-hmm. or how great their service is or all the features they offer you. And then, like you said, when it comes time to sign on the bottom line, all those wonderful features and services that they wooed you with it don't mean anything because you quickly realize that you know everything that they're telling you with regards to to fees and and all the other stuff related to you know outside of the services and products is is really a lot of pie in the sky they're going to do whatever they want and they're going to point to this outrageously long, convoluted contract to back it up. And most people aren't going to do what this gentleman did.
0: No, they might, though. Because, you know, after reading that, I have an exact, a new way of doing this. I'm not going to, not that I do, as you can imagine, but I am really not gonna take it anymore. Seriously, this is happening in so many ways. We could tie it in a little bit with Cambridge Analytica and our data and realizing that people are going through our emails or our Facebook or whatever. There has to be an uprising here and this could be one of them. Let's face it, Mark, somebody actually took Bell to court.
1: Yes, they did, and and it's amazing that he won. And uh, word in the hood is that this could lead to a class action lawsuit. And I think that will definitely make the change. I mean, what he did got some great press and it Mm -hmm. created awareness. But the fact is, it was a one-off thing. And, you know, you and I, for example, do we really have the time and effort and energy and the desire to take a telecom to small claims court to win back, let's say, $120? You know, we likely don't. But if a class action lawsuit occurs... And you get thousands or tens of thousands of people signing on to this. That could, you know, lead to a paradigm shift in the industry and how telecoms present themselves. So this little tiny case, this one guy, he could get that that ball rolling.
0: It could, and it could change things for A lot of people, because let's face it, we're finding that underneath the floorboards here, when it comes to these providers, it's a really harsh business and they're doing anything to win you over. You know, the interesting part of this, too, is he was contacted by Bell. According to this story, he said he was offered a thousand bucks to settle. That's not a lot of money, but a thousand bucks to settle. And but he had to require he had to sign a confidentiality agreement. And he said, no, I say here, here, here we have again, these confidentiality agreements are just about everywhere.
1: Yes. And it's interesting because initially mm-hmm. he wasn't offered a thousand. Initially, he was offered 300, um, something like that, which would have been the equivalent of what he would have. Um, been charged Mm -hmm. extra with this with this price change and then he refused it and then they went from there to a thousand yeah and then you know when that happens you know you've got a good case
0: you know, and, and it's the principle. It it's the principle of the thing. As a customer experience expert, what are you telling people? I mean, experience is one thing. However, customers are getting very, very smart here. They realize that people are, are, are giving them the semblance of a, of a merry, positive experience. But it isn't really if you can't believe what they're saying.
1: Well, it all comes down to action. Right? Mm-hmm. Any company it doesn't matter what industry you're in, mm-hmm. any company can make all kinds of promises they can whether it be about their service, their products, the contracts, whatever it is and that's what brings people in. The true definition of a great experience is one where it leads to action, where these companies stand behind what they say and, and the whole you know interaction and, and the process of signing the contract and understanding. You know, everything that's in it and the company standing behind their claims. I mean, that's really what it's about. And then, of course, that continues on in the post-sales service and, and, you know, the technical support and all that other great stuff. And these companies, this is what's what's really what really kills me about all this is all of these companies have the capacity to do it. They have the ability to do it Mm -hmm. right. They have the knowledge. Yeah,
0: but they're not going to make as much money, Mark. But that's,
1: I think that's a very <laughs> it's narrow the money. perspective. I mean, the companies will tell you that, but I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a minute because if one of these companies were yeah. to step up and say, you know, we're going to do this right. I mean, if you look at TELUS, for example, TELUS has won so many awards with regards to their customer service. They've done it because they've chosen to. And why Well, you
0: can win an award, but if there's an individual who doesn't feel that you deserve that award, then maybe this is part of this um, rude awakening here that's going on.
1: That That is very true. And at the end of the day, you know, awards don't mean anything if people don't no. agree with it. So you're absolutely if right. If the customers
0: aren't giving the award. Mark Gordon, thank you for your expertise. Thank you.
1: My pleasure.
0: You have a great night. Mark Gordon is a customer experience expert. MarkGordon.ca, Global News Radio.